0: Welcome to the Peaceful Life Podcast. This is your host, Laura, coming to you from a cottage in the woods in the peaceful mountains of California. Now, before we get to today's subject, I wanted to let my regular listeners know that my aim this season is to release an episode every other week rather than weekly. I have many exciting projects going on in my life right now and want to make sure that I take care of myself and I don't overextend. Stress is not conducive to living a peaceful life. Now, speaking of which, today we're going to talk about pain and pain relief. It's difficult to live a peaceful life when you're in pain, whether it's emotional or physical. But this episode, we're going to concentrate on physical pain. What exactly is pain? Well, the simple answer is that it's a signal that your body sends to your brain that something is wrong. It's a part of your body's defense mechanism to prevent further damage. There are several frustrating aspects to pain other than the fact that it hurts. One is that it can be caused by a wide variety of problems, so it's really hard to diagnose. Also, there is no physical way to measure pain. That's why the doctors have that silly scale from 1 to 10, which is completely arbitrary and subjective. Before I was rolled into the operating room to get the surgery on my broken arm, the attending nurse asked me on a scale from 1 to 10, what number of pain is unbearable? And I was completely confused. Usually they ask on a scale from 1 to 10, what is the pain that you're feeling now? And so I naturally assumed that 10 was the threshold for unbearable. So this new question threw me, and I just picked the number in the middle. I said 5. Well, she immediately gave me a morphine pill, so I guess that was low in their estimation. But sometimes I wish pain was visible. So you could just point to it and say, see, doctor, that's where it hurts me. Like it glows red or something. But doctors just have to take our word for it. Pain can be acute or chronic, sharp or dull, achy or pulsating. Chronic pain is indefinite and often can't be cured, but it can be treated. It can be continuous as in arthritis, or intermittent, like in migraines. You know, there's that old joke when a man goes into the doctor's office and he says, hey doc, it hurts when I go like this. And the doctor says, then don't go like this. And my dad really liked that joke because, well, he was a dad. But that just shows that there are some forms of pain that cannot be traced back to a cause. Many can, like inflammation and arthritis or spinal pressure, but sometimes doctors are just as confused as you are. In fact, fibromyalgia is not really a formal diagnosis at all. It's the doctor's way of saying, I really don't know what's going on with your nerves. So if someone is completely achy all over their body, many times they will get the label fibromyalgia. We take some over-the-counter medications for pain like ibuprofen, Tylenol, which is acetaminophen, and naproxen. And then there's more hardcore medications like the opioids, which are prescribed for extreme pain. But as you know, opioids are highly addictive. They create severe withdrawal symptoms and lose their effectiveness over time. You can build up your tolerance to them. So some doctors are now realizing that there are alternatives to to pharmaceuticals when it comes to treating pain. Many people swear by acupuncture, relaxation techniques, yoga, sound therapy, light therapy, and even massage. The doctors are also being taught that many people can have painful allergies to food. And yes, here I go again, because I can't stress enough that your body reacts to what you put in it. So if you have a pain that has not been able to be diagnosed, try seeing an allergist. I was a highly allergic kid, and when I was 11, I got that infamous scratch test to see what exactly I was allergic to. It was the best thing I ever did. I ended up being allergic to over 100 things, including, but not limited to, pollen, cats, chocolate, and tomatoes. I then started getting immunization shots, and those helped cure me of many of these allergies. I have three cats now, so that one's gone. Now, I have a friend, Kristen, who would always get a searing pain in her stomach after eating out. And since it happened at different restaurants, she didn't think it was food poisoning. So she went to a doctor who referred her to an allergist and she got tested as well. It turned out she was highly allergic to dairy, not just lactose intolerant, but violently allergic. And she didn't eat a lot of dairy at home, but meals in restaurants were filled with it. So once she found out, she cut out all dairy and never felt that pain again. Now, believe it or not, relaxation and rest is also critical to helping chronic pain, especially if it's due to an injury or repetitive action. That's why they tell you to get up during the day and stretch your back, your arms, and rotate your wrists. Most people nowadays spend 8 to 10 hours a day at the computer mousing. I know that my mousing wrists both of them have started to feel fatigue after five or six hours now so make sure that you're aware of all of your repetitive motions now i am not a fan of the pharmaceutical industry i don't think it's regulated enough and very dangerous drugs with very dangerous side effects are currently on the market for consumer use. So I try my best to find a natural alternative when I'm in pain. Although if I find a pharmaceutical that does help me, I will use it sparingly. I mean, just like food, I do my research. I find out what's in my meds, and I'm aware of the side effects. And most importantly, I pay attention to how I feel when I'm taking it. And if I feel like I'm having any side effects, I stop. I also use a lot of visualization when it comes to the pain in my body. For severe pain, like a burn or broken bone, I visualize that pain is separate from my body. I mentally locate the pain in that very spot. Now, you can acknowledge that that pain is there, but it's only in that one location. Keep telling yourself that, that it's there and it's not affecting the rest of you. I call that locating the pain and actually started doing this as a child and still practice it as an adult. It helps temporarily until you can get more effective pain relief. I fully expected to have a natural childbirth with my daughter. But after 24 hours of hard labor, I acquiesced to having an epidural, which is a procedure that numbs you from the waist down. And boy, I was glad that I did because she took another 7 hours to come out. So I'm not knocking pain relief by any means. Because pain is just an interpretation of a signal from your body, your brain has the ability to manage it, and it can be particularly effective on long-term or chronic pain. Case in point, the placebo effect. A placebo is used in medical studies for control purposes. If they want to test a drug, they would, for example, give half of the test group the actual drug and half the test group a placebo, which is inactive, not telling any of the subjects which is which. Now, the placebo used to be called a sugar pill because that's what it was, just sugar like a Tic Tac. And what they found, though— Through this process, is that if people perceive that a pill will cure them of pain, many will start to feel that effect. It's psychological, but that doesn't mean it's bad. So, if I sell you an essential oil that's supposed to cure arthritis, and your hands start feeling better, you are, in essence, healing yourself, no pun intended, And once you realize that you can cut out the middleman, the placebo, and start practicing meditation and visualization to relieve pain, it all comes together for you. Though again, pain is designed to tell your brain that something is wrong with your body. So always consult your medical professional first. Now, as I mentioned in the last episode, some people have a problem with letting go of their pain, even if it's physical. Their pain may provide something that they need in their life. It might be a relief from working full-time or the need for caring and attention. If a person doesn't feel significant or loved, they might need their pain to perpetuate being cared for and noticed. They might have had their pain for so long that they can't imagine what their life would be like without it. Kind of like a status quo syndrome. They are afraid of the other side. Again, I'll liken it to that person who constantly complains about their job but won't leave it because then what would they talk about? They've defined themselves by their hatred of their job just like some people define themselves by their pain. But that doesn't contribute to a peaceful life. Whether you bear psychological, emotional, or physical pain, living a peaceful life means understanding your body and spirit in full and coming to terms or making peace with whatever ails you. So be willing to let your pain go and visualize your life without it. What will you do that you're not able to do now? Imagine yourself going through those motions, whether it's a sport you wanted to play or get back to, or an art like jewelry making, which requires fine motor skills. This daily visualization of your life without pain is the first step to getting you there. I'm in my mid-fifties, and I feel new and different pains every day. But my goal is to inform myself and not allow it to take over my life or inhibit my joy on a day-to-day basis. Understand that I said that's my goal. I'm not perfect, and I'm still learning as I go along. And the final thing that I want to say about pain is that when it is gone, you don't realize it for a while. And then suddenly you're like, wow, it's been four hours and my back hasn't hurt. It's a wonderful, freeing feeling when you are finally released from it. I wish you a life that is completely pain free, or at least pain-tolerant, because you are a spectacular human being, and as spectacular human beings, our bodies have the magical ability to heal. As Carly Simon sang, I haven't got time for the pain, I haven't got room for the pain, I haven't the need for the pain, and neither do you. Now that's from her 1974 album Hot Cakes, which I highly recommend. Music, by the way, is incredibly healing, which I'll cover in a whole nother episode. This is Laura, and you've been listening to the Peaceful Life Podcast. Have a wonderful and peaceful week. May every sunrise bring you promise, and every sunset bring you peace.